From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. hey You can find us in the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingo. And more importantly, join us July 6th. Not only is it bingo night with us, it's also our boy Brandon's birthday. We'll be throwing down. You'll make some new friends, and it'll be awesome. Uh, I'm excited for it. You can win some Nashville SC tickets and some other goodies that have yet to be decided. Uh, but today, we have got a lot to cover in a very short amount of time because I'm busy. Uh, I've got a stream tonight for my birthday. Uh, i got a birthday uh, Twitch stream going. Then I got to pack and get ready for Alaska and Canada uh, this, this week and next week. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just, it's hectic going on. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon and Twitch and Twitch to support the show. How are you this week, buddy? I'm good. I, I like how you gave the show uh, the kiss of death by saying, oh, it's going to be, going to be super quick in and out. 20 minute, 20 minute show, <laughs> 20 minute show. It's basically like, that's basically like us saying it's going to be one, it's just a couple of beer. We're going to go out for a couple of beers tonight, Bob. So, uh, you have given it the kiss of death. I will try to honor that because I, um, I, I've totally spaced. I had no idea if we were supposed to record today or not. So, um, I made sure I got this all this doc set up for you. Um, uh, <clears throat> But doing good, man. Had a had a grill grilled out this weekend. First grill out of the year. Went to the pool, hung out, enjoy enjoyed myself. So um, doing doing well. How are you doing, sir? Good, man. Uh, you know, been busy this weekend. We went and visited some uh, friends down in Atlanta. Uh, my wife and her sister had a wedding uh, shower. My uh, my brother-in-law and I went to go see one of his college buddies. We got um, pretty shit house on Friday night uh, to the point where all three of us boys don't remember the night, but our, our significant others do because they were sober. And so, but yeah, it was a good time. We uh, went to go see uh, like a, a 90s rock cover band where they did a bunch of dope shit. Uh, did probably about six too many lemon drop shots and about three too many Irish car bombs. So, you know, cool, always cool. leads to a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, luckily there was no, their touch tunes was out. So that saved ah, you some money. Saved yourself like $600 <laughs> on that trip, bud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, it's, the, yeah, it's, it was the, fun. We, uh, it's we the little it. things. Uh, it's the little things that get yeah. us through, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, but yeah, let's do a really quick uh, fit check. I uh, <clears throat> literally just probably went about as lazy as I could. Just a uh, sleeveless tee and a Memphis Grizzlies hat today. Awesome. I went, uh, I, I, I honored you, uh, went with the, uh, you know, the, the cruise, uh, the cruise appropriate attire. Not sure if it's appropriate for your attire. Um, uh, oh, you know, like be. for your specific cruise, you know, I don't know, like, it's like, oh, this dope cruise ship, uh, it's going to allow you gotta wear like fucking parkas and stuff. So, 
Uh, I don't know. I, I'm pretending cruise wise. I'll and then, be wearing Hawaiians. And then yeah. to honor the fact that you're going to Canada, which, uh, you know, has some weird quirks in itself in Alaska, you know, very quirky. I, I, I decided to honor you in a different way by wearing the quirkiest hat uh, from the quirkiest place I could think of. And that was the Guinness Brewery. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Love hopefully, it. hopefully your experience is less murdery, less cult-like. Uh, so, uh, you know, good luck to you. No promises. I, uh, but I, I wanted to honor yeah. you with my outfit, man. Yeah, Alaska does promote drunkenness. Uh, but yeah, let's jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. All right, Cole Colfield gets eight-year contract extension worth uh, 7.85 mil. I mean, that was only a matter of time. That is, uh, I mean, one of the best one of the best players in the world, one of the best, and certainly probably the best young guy in the league. Uh, you know, that's no surprise there. Yeah, yeah, seven seven point eight five mil a year, as you said. I uh, scored twenty six goals, ten assists, and forty six games last year. Uh, then went under underwent season ending shoulder injury. Uh, shoulder injury, not a huge. I mean, obviously, all injuries, you know, will have rehab and stuff. But a shoulder injury, not not uh, not like you're a pitcher, you know, and you and you have that shoulder injury. Yeah. Uh, and big shots and power isn't really. Uh, a big part of this five foot seven, hundred and seventy four pound player players game. So, um, yeah, they they needed to lock him up uh, when at, I mean, and, and you know the kind of guy he is. When asked about uh, Nick Suzuki, the uh, the the captain making more than him, uh, I think he made a comment along the lines of like, "That's our guy. That's our captain." Um, you know, I'm honored to be making you know in the in, in the realm of him or something along those lines. Uh, but uh, but yeah, great signing by the uh, the Habs, keeping him around. Yeah, uh, sources indicate Mike Babcock headed to Columbus. Coach House is back. Is back. Coach House. Um, I personally, I personally am not a fan of this. I no. think that Mike Mike Babcock should have been uh, forever banned. But you know, it was only a matter of time. Ch- you know, I mean, we I tried th- to I'm kick him. It didn't happen sooner. We we we, we tried. We thought. We tried to kick him out of the coach house. We actually did kick him out of the coach house. We thought that he was out when he was he was commentating. Uh, what we did not know is that he was actually living out back in the pool house, and he was always <laughs> he was always plotting his return. Um, he was also in the pool house. He really got to perfect his techniques on how he abuses grown adults. Uh, so so I'm sure that Columbus players are more than excited to play for the player coach, Mike Babcock. Uh, I hear he's up up there with uh, Pete Carroll in terms of, you know, how his players feel about him. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Columbus is very excited to, uh, to uh, reach up into the coach house, the first coach house hire of the, of the summer. So it's always yeah. good to hear it's running strong. Uh, uh. Uh, but on the opposite side, uh, we've got a brand new coach in the NHL, uh, Greg Cronin, uh, down in Anaheim. What do you know about this? Um, he has never 
head coached in the league before. He has been coaching, uh, I believe, Anaheim's AHL affiliate, uh, either AHL or WHL. Um, they are high. They're they're high on him, obviously. Uh, sorry, my uh, I had had it pulled up and then it did not load for me. Um, wow. He he was as I said the Avalanche affiliate AHL affiliate for five season. Uh, first time NHL head coach, like, like you said, getting out of the coach house. Uh, but you know what that means? When we hire a first time head coach, that just means more folks for the coach house, which is always good. Uh, you know, John Hines yeah. just went in, yeah. uh, so so he could, um, so he can maybe get pulled out somewhere. Uh, the Ducks have have the number two pick. Uh, he was an assistant coach with the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Islanders for twelve years. Uh, and the associate coach for the Islanders in 2017-18. He then went to coach uh, New York's AHL affiliate in Bridgeport, Connecticut from 03 to 05. Or he didn't go on to do that. He did that. Um, but uh, he's uh, – one of his quotes in this article, He's a, he believes in innovation. He believes in change. He's got to have a healthy balance. Uh, but it starts with your habits and practice habits aren't good. They're not going to follow you into the game. Uh Sounds like a perfect guy to bring in at this kind of, I know they've been in this rebuild, but really at the crux of when the rebuild, you kind of see, is it working? Is it not? Um, I think that, I think that one thing, uh, you know, the Bruins did not show up in the playoff, but I think that one thing that it really did do, Jim Montgomery showed you that, Hey, you don't have to go just because a coach has had a good (laughs) season before doesn't mean he's the only one that ever can. Uh, and so we, we, we've seen this. I mean, how many times before the Stanley Cup ever finishes do we have two new first-year head coaches um, that are hired? It's awesome. It's awesome to see. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, good luck to Cronin. I mean, not too much good luck. I hope he, I hope he does well coaching these guys and making them you know, better people. Uh, I hope he's terrible. You know, I, I hope the Ducks are terrible because, uh, uh, but that's not personal. I hope Greg Conan, all the all the success in the world, but you chose wrong, big guy. I guess you know, you you, you took the wrong opportunity. Uh, if you want my love, yeah. <laughs> um, the Penguins make it official. They have ki- hired Kyle Dubas. Uh, my my sources were a little bit off. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brandon gets to say. Hey, I really, I really uh, threw that you know, in there. Hey, my, uh, originally. Yeah, I just threw it in there just so I could tell you know I could just tell my sources uh, better than better than yours than your your stupid radio guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, no, my source for that was just ESPN. Uh, it was the oh, other that's even that I had that's from, even uh, worse. NHL that's even worse. You think that you brought like oh that's an excuse? No, now you're just using ESPN for your sourcing. <laughs> I think we talked. Um, I think we talked about him. There's no oh, yeah, need to so, talk about it. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I was like, just, I don't know what else we could talk about. But all right, well, we'll no, no, no. I just um, wanted to. I just wanted but, to rub, uh, you know, my me and my guys uh, in, in your face. We are. We yeah. always be getting it right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we have another nominee for save of the year for the Pucks Out Awards. Uh, Aiden Hill. Uh, I believe was this in last night's game, or was this uh, in no. game one? No, this is game one. We just haven't been here since game, game one. one. It was the, okay. uh, oh, the yeah. stick game one. Save. I, I was out at the bars. Okay. Yeah. I was like, cause I don't remember. I remember some, you know, saves last night, but I don't remember one that was exceptional. 
Um, I think I'm actually seeing a video of it right now or a picture of it. Was it a save on Nick Cousins, I think? Uh, I yes. Think so, yeah, yeah. That, and it was nasty. I, I put the video in the comment there. Uh, but oh, it nice. was. Okay, yeah, I'll take a look at that. Yes. Go ahead and. I mean, he his whole body is outside of the uh, outside of the blue paint, uh, and he got his stick all the way across the goal uh, to Ooh. make that stop. It was nasty. That it was is nasty. Yeah. Uh, and there, and and if you that keep watching the video, they show a very similar save um, from Braden Holtby, uh, but it was just, it, it it was about half uh, of what what Aiden Hill did. Uh, so yeah. I did make sure I put in the title. We have a pucks out nominee, uh, so we can locate it, uh, because it, awesome. uh, with the, it, I think it was a tie game or a very close game at the time when it happened, definitely will play into the save of the year category. Um, not only being a ridiculous save, yeah. but just the, just the situation in which it happened. Uh, we have some trade news. I believe it's a three-way trade. Uh, Flyers trade defenseman Ivan Provorov to Columbus in three-team deal. Uh, the Flyers have landed multiple draft picks, including a first-rounder and players in the first major deal of the offseason. Uh, the uh, the Provorov era is officially over in City of Brotherly Love. The Flyers traded the Russian defenseman to the uh, Blue Jackets on Tuesday as part of a three-team deal that also involves the Kings. The deal uh, is... For, uh, Provorov and uh, Kevin Konaton. And, I, uh, Hayden, and Hayden Hodgson, the Flyers will receive a first-round draft pick. Oh, go ahead. You got it? I was just going to say, in the comments, I gave you an easy play-by-play -play of that trade instead of having to read it. I could oh, not okay. find, like, I could not nice. find a article that just, like, had the trade in a block, you know? So I just, like, wrote it out for, for you. Yeah. Because it was yeah. big, but yeah. it was yeah. it's so, a lot of lot going on. Yeah, yeah. It's a big trade. Yeah, so we'll go through it real quick. Uh, the Flyers, they receive a 23 first-round uh pick uh from columbus a 24 second round pick from la a 24 conditional second round pick from columbus cal peterson sean walker and uh cal getting cal peterson that's a that's a name that i was not expecting to see in that list of in that list um that's a that's a very good young goalie uh columbus gets a provorov and la gets uh hodgson Connaughton and retains 30 percent of Provorov's salary la really i mean i guess la from from what i read in here um, from what I read, yes, they are clearing up some cap. So uh, they are, I forget, Zaitsov, I believe his name is, some Russian cat or some guy with a Russian cat type like name. Uh, they're clearing up space to sign him. Yeah. So that was, it was very much intentional that it looks like LA lost in the trade, but it was really uh, the best way for them to get rid yeah. of, a, a, get rid of some money. Uh, clear up some money uh, on that. Um, yeah, very interesting. That first round pick is is number twenty two uh, from Columbus this year. Um, I don't know the condition on that second round pick from Columbus. I interesting from Columbus, though. Uh, to me personally, yeah. uh, I don't know that they are a defensive defenseman away you know if they you should be trading the, uh, exactly. the number 21 or number 22 first round draft pick i think uh although it really you know behavioral issues 
really matches up with the coaching style. So, so maybe that, maybe that was what they're looking. They're, they're trying to get more, they're trying to get, gear their roster more towards Mike Babcock. They're like, who can take him berating yeah. them all the time? They're like, Oh, I've, we'll just, we'll just load the team yeah. up with the Russians. They won't understand him or they won't care what he's saying. <laughs> uh, so it'll be, it'll be perfect. Yeah. Let's head to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Churchill Downs to suspend all racing operations until further evaluation. We uh, we kind of called this last week. Uh, I think originally they were just, I think they were just like, clo- like slowing things down for like two weeks and now it's fully shut down. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, when we covered it last time, it was just the, uh, the horse racing authority had said, uh, that Churchill Downs was willing to suspend all racing if they requested it. And so apparently that's happened. Good. Uh, I think the, I think the ultimate number before it finally shut down, uh, it was seven during the week of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, but but continuing, I think that the final number before they actually shut down racing was uh, was twelve horse twelve horses. Um, yeah, a total of twelve racehorses have died at the racetrack since March thirtieth. Most of them euthanized after suffering injuries while racing. So uh, I did want to you know we talked about that you know being something we would look to look to and want to see happen. Um, so I did want to bring up the fact that it, that it is shut down until further, further. No- and, and how, how terrible for them right after their biggest weekend of the year. Thank goodness they were able yeah. to have the, whoa, that is so lucky that this, uh, this investigation was pending until after we made all of our yearly money. Uh, I can just say that was know, very right? fortunate. Jesus. That was very fortunate for them. Uh, how, how lucky it was yeah, that it went in that way. What a coincidence uh, yeah. that, it, that, it, that it helped them out. Uh, uh, retirement just got lucky. Uh, Zlatan. Got Liz super Zlatan lucky. Has announced his retirement. Yeah. <laughs> Retirement's going to be, uh, yeah, this retirement is, I mean, gets to be joined probably, by Zlatan. You know? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the, I mean, so, some have said the greatest soccer player to ever play in the history of ever. It was him. Um, he by said some it. people, I mean Zlatan. Zlatan said it. Said it. Yeah. Zlatan said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen Ted Lasso, but they have a Zlatan character. Uh, his name is Zava, but it's very, very close to the heart to Zlatan and uh, all of the... I don't think I've seen that bit yet. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so it's so good when they're talking to him. I think this was like an actual like either not quote but like paraphrasing when uh the team was asking Zava, you know, what did he get his wife for their anniversary and he kind of is, is just taken aback by it. He's like, "What do you mean?" Zava, she got she has Zava, you know, <laughs> like she's got her gift. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and, and so I was, after he announced his retirement, uh, the discussion got, got, uh, brought up to that great goal from England, which I did put in the comment there. If you want to see it, but that big bicycle kick from like almost the midline that goes in, uh, 
somebody had said, oh my gosh, if Z- if uh, Zlatan was won a major international trophy, would he be considered one of the greatest soccer players or strikers ever? And uh, somebody said, I mean, if if uh, Zlatan won a major international tournament with Sweden, that would be such an, a high honor. And, and somebody commented right after and said, yeah, for the trophy. <laughs> I mean, it would be an honor for the <laughs> yeah. trophy to be held by Zlatan. Uh, you know, uh, the, the favorite story of all time was when uh, when he got signed by the L.A. Galaxy and LeBron James sent him a jersey. Uh, a LeBron jersey and and Zlatan signed it and sent it back. <laughs> yeah, which is amazing. I mean, that yes. is uh, and and the tweet when he said, "Now LA has a god and a king." <laughs> oh, Honestly, he god. should be. Go- I mean, yeah, that's too good. And you got it. Mean, it's and, just so good because it's one thing if like if it's one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say when he was talking to the AC Milan after his seven, seven month hiatus or whatever, and he was telling and everybody was booing him or whatever. And he was like, go ahead and go ahead and blues booze lot. And this you booing, getting to see me is the best part of your year. <laughs> and then everybody has to, la- <laughs> they, you just have to laugh at that because like, yeah, it's funny. It's not the cocky NFL wide receiver. That's just like, like this dude really believes this you know what i'm saying and like he yeah thinks that he's a guy and and it's you can't help but laugh i mean uh so soccer has lost it's a whole different level of cockiness yes exactly i I wouldn't even call it cockiness honestly i mean it's yes it's in the realm of cockiness like i don't think that he it's in its own thing. Can't, right. It's, it's, it's its own. He, he is. His, he, it's Latinism. It's its, its own is verb. It? It's its own noun. Yeah. It's just, he is Latin. Like, he is. <laughs> he, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a perfect way of explaining it. Zlatan doesn't do, he doesn't, he doesn't do that thing. So you think that, oh, he's the best. Like, it's like ingrained inside of him. Like he truly believes it. So therefore he does not care if you do, you know, like, there, that 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 yeah. that NFL DB he wants you to believe Reva, you know he wants you to believe it's Revis Island or he wants you to be Keyshawn Johnson just throw him the damn ball yeah. like that's a character that these cats are playing like Zlatan is Zlatan he is uh, yeah. is who he is yeah uh, there was a story uh, I want to say like a year ago um, where a uh, Antonio Brown wanted to like partner with Zlatan for something. And he just never called Antonio Brown back. He just and left him on red because he like legit. He he was like, he's like that is not so like he that just is not someone he was no. ever wanting to partner with. He's like that's like, Antonio I don't think, Brown. I think when he was asked the news about, it, he was like, who? Yeah, Antonio Brown does things. You know, guys like that do things for attention. And he it it, it, it was never. I don't. It, at least the feeling was like he he crafted this persona. And has made it so believable that like getting attention is not what he's about. Like he's about being Zlatan, you know, <laughs> he, j- he just is, yeah. uh, he can't, he can't be anything else. Like, but it, it is so funny. You have to watch the, uh, the, the Zava, uh, Ted Lasso scenes. It is so funny. They have him yeah. when they, um, when they get on, go ahead. 
who the, in my opinion, there's an obvious choice when the Zlatan movie comes out, who's playing Zlatan in this kind of funny movie. And I wonder if we're on the same page about who's clearly going to play Zlatan. The guy, who, no, who are you, the who guy play who him? played the guy who played Zava should play him 100%. Um, look him up right now. Zava, Ted Lasso, just his aura. Um, it was so, so perfect. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, that guy is clear. Yeah, they, but I'm and, thinking more of like, <clears throat> if this is like a full on, like, you're like thinking Pedro parody. Pascal, you know, because <laughs> that's because that's what everybody's thinking. I, no, I mean, <laughs> oh, I was thinking Adam. I think I thought I assumed Adam Sandler would oh, get, would would make this movie. Absolutely, no. <laughs> Honestly, the Ted Lasso guy is absolutely perfect for it. When he signed the contract and like he signed it or whatever, he signed it as "You're welcome," <laughs> and like they're like, "Is it valid?" <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but yes. Um, uh, so Adam Sandler absolutely could play. Uh, I, I, he would do a very, very good job of the overly Zlatan Zlatan, you know, which you would need. Yeah, he would probably just play the same queer, uh, character from Don't Mess with the Zohan. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure who he could get Kevin James in to play. In well, that, it it, it, it won't it won't really matter. He's just gonna do he's just gonna do Zlatan goes to the beach. And pick a really, really dope spot yeah. to go vacay. <laughs> and he's going to be like, homies, y'all want to go to Cabo? It's Latin goes to Cabo, you know? <laughs> and they, yeah. they film for like, they film for like nine hours and then they're just in Cabo for, you know, three months. So, I mean, we all know what, what he's going to do. With yeah. it. And he, he set it up. I mean, he hooked yeah. it up for real. You know, he, Adam Sandler did what we yeah. all wish we could have done for friends and family. You know, it's what we all say we're going to do if we get rich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nuggets heat series tied at one game apiece. I've been ke- kind of keeping up with it. I uh, I'm rooting for the heat here. And I got to say this, I thought the Nuggets were just going to, you know, go through and make it look easy, but the heat of putting up a fight. Yeah. Jimmy Butler is nasty. Um, I, I'm actually rooting for the Nuggets because they've never won. I don't mind the Heat, uh, but I like teams that haven't won. If as long as I have no reason to dis have distaste for them, uh, I would rather the Nuggets That's actually win. A good point. I'm I'm I might reconsider who I originally was thinking, but uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to root maybe. for over. I'm going to 51 of me is rooting for the Nuggets. 49 of me doesn't care. But you know what I'm rooting for, boss. What every Red-blooded American male roots for every time a playoff series comes on. Game what? seven, baby. Game seven. That's what. That's uh, all. What it's all about. Okay. It's all I thought, about. Game. Yes, I thought. Yeah, you thought I was In going my a head, different I direction. Thought maybe you're talking about like. I thought you were going to go like uh, players getting fights with the crowd. Okay, that's no. That's like. That's like a you know LeBron James is the king. That's the, that's the, that's Zlatan. That's the God. That's what, you know, you don't even wish for, <laughs> you don't even wish for it, uh, because it's so not going to happen, uh, that, that <laughs> when it does happen, it's such a glorious thing. So you don't even wish for that, Bob, because you don't want to jinx it. Uh, but yes, uh, obviously that is the number one tier, um, a Ron Artest-esque situation, uh, where him and Ben Wallace go up and I mean, it's never likely to be seen again. You know, it's, it's the malice at the palace yeah. is, is what we all hope for, but no game seven is what I'm hoping, hoping for in every, se- I think that every 
uh, series should have a game seven, you know, because it takes it back to its roots. It's a one game series at that point. Uh, the bet may the best man win. So that's what I'm rooting for. Uh, but I'm like you, I, I would really, I could really care less if the heat win. Uh, would 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 love to see Jimmy Butler, such a polarizing character in the NBA world, win a win a a ring, especially as the eight seed. I yeah. think that that's very cool. Yeah. Now, something that we will probably have to talk more about in two weeks when we come back. Yes. Let's um, just brief over it and then we'll actually discuss it. Yeah. Because then uh, we'll have time. The PGA, the LIV, and I believe the DP has merged in a stunning move to quote unquote solidify golf. This has completely just torn apart um, the thought process of a lot of professional golfers who are not happy with this. Um, pretty much they have, they are now one unified thing with, and pretty much the, after reading it, the rules that they've set up is that the only, uh, investor can be the, I believe it's called, uh, PIL or something like that. It's the Saudi investment fund is now the only, uh, fund that can invest into PGA or whatever this new body is going to be called. The, the new chairman of the board is, uh, is some Saudi, uh, mega billionaire. (laughs) This is clear from the very start. This is clearly corrupt. The PGA, whether they, you know, contrived. Don't, don't go too deep into it. Go, don't go too bullshit. deep into it, Bob, because I, I what we talked about earlier, the PGA's tax exempt uh, nonprofit status. I've been doing a little bit of independent research uh, in two weeks when you get back we will probably not have any more hockey and that can be a main focus. Uh, so I don't want you to, you know, use yes. up all your good, all your good sound bits uh, in, in this situation. Cause I have been doing a little bit of research on it uh, and it's gotcha. pretty much, I wish I had, I wish I had a more okay. uh, revealing research. It's pretty much what we, what we think it, it is going to be uh, greed and money. Um, but I don't want you to go too deep into it because those will be very good. Uh, opinions on it uh, what i did what i did disagree with okay. what you've said thus far uh you know some some the, there there are some golfers that are not happy with it but it's mainly those pga golfers that didn't leave and get the bag <laughs> like uh like phil mickelson and bryson dechambeau yeah, that was are gonna be feeling, my next point yeah uh, they're, they're feeling uh pretty 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 good about it uh as uh larry david would say yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, because yeah. I mean, they just, they just went and caught them nine fig. They basically got nine figures to, uh, go <laughs> hang out for a year and then come back and play on the PGA tour. Uh, so yeah, those guys are not upset about it. Uh, I'm very interested to see, uh, we'll talk more about the potential corruption, but I am very interested to see the format and layouts because, I think they want to, I mean, there's going to be tournament styles, I think now, uh, like I, from what I read, it's almost like, a whatever sponsor will do the live style LIV t- style tournament, you know, like they did with the rounds and the yeah. four days and the three, you know, whatever, 72 holes and all that stuff. So we will, uh, it, it probably will be a perfect timing for like a main topic where we can do a little bit more of a deeper dive into because this is not you know i know we're not a big we're not big golf fans in general but this is this is like an this is like an afl nfl merger type 
type thing with a major sport. So yeah. uh, I think it definitely warrants a little bit more of our time. Uh, and, and as you, and, and as you've said, warranting looking into who stands to benefit from this, you know, hundred percent. Um, but all right, let's move into our main topic of the day. We are talking about the Stanley cup finals, uh, game two wrapped up last night with Vegas now having a commanding lead, uh, scoring seven. Uh, I think they won seven to two last night. I think it was both um, games were seven to two win on, uh, yeah, uh, I mean that is not at all what I thought was gonna, where we, we would be right now. I thought maybe we'd be one because your stupid maybe. radio guy doesn't know. Maybe it's because your stupid radio guy doesn't know about <laughs> nine day layoffs, dude. He didn't know shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I mean, where how have have your thoughts changed at all uh, after game two? No, uh, and I will tell you that after game one, absolutely. I was like, oh, Brandon, you're an idiot. Why would you say? Uh, and then game two happened, and then they were down 2-0. And then I recalled, uh, weren't they down 2-0 to a team that won 65 games this year? Uh, I'm not. Uh, I, th- yes. This Florida team has has played under pressure extremely well. I think what is coming into play is Vegas doesn't make as many dumb mistakes. And as we talked about, of the 50 goals the Panthers had scored, uh, you know, they only had 31 of those on five on five. Uh, So I think that it is is absolutely, uh, you know, not crazy to switch up and say, you know, Vegas is going to win it, win it now. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't say that was a crazy thought. But uh, I, I think the Panthers can can do something with this. It's it's going to be a series. Uh, I will we'll have to see. But I mean, I think Vegas is Vegas is the team that just matches up so well against uh, against Florida. And uh, I mean, you know, I think it was Chandler Stevenson was sitting on the bench and he's mouthing to another guy, and somebody was was reading the lip, and it, basically. You know these guys ain't ready for the you know type of deal. Like you know, like these boys, uh, these boys have come into a game and a series that uh, that they are not ready for, and that's what it looks like so far. Vegas is absolutely dominating. They have added fourteen goals uh, to their already top goal uh, performance in, in this playoff series. And Florida just doesn't seem to have any answers. Let's see what happens when it goes back to sunshine uh, with all 7,000 of those fans in the stand. Yeah, 100%. You know, originally I thought my my call was Florida in six. Uh, I mean, my thought, my, the only thing I'm changing. So you're is telling me there's a chance. I still like. So you're telling yeah, me there's a chance. I still like Florida uh, to win this all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, we'll talk more about that. Uh, this will probably be wrapped up by the time I get back. Uh, but so we'll we'll be talking about a champion more than likely in two weeks. Uh, let's move into our joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. See, I don't like that. Sound. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. 
right, you found this one. What is this one about? Uh, I knew we didn't have a lot of time, so uh, I felt like we could just bash this guy pretty quickly. Uh, Everest Climber blocks Sherpa, who saved his life on Instagram. Uh, what a joke. What a what an absolute crock of uh, baloney. Mountaineer has been accused of ice-cold behavior, <laughs> which is a dope pun, by the way, after allegedly snubbing a brave Sherpa who saved his life on Everest by carrying him for six hours on his back to safety. Uh, the Malaysian climber, uh, who goes by the name... Ravi Chandran Everest or Ravi was attempting to scale the world's tallest mountain when he fell dangerously ill and collapsed uh, from 29,035 foot peak in Nepal. Uh, and then there's footage showing the genie, uh, showing how Gilji Sherpa, I guess all Sherpa, I guess you're just destined to be a Sherpa if your last name is Sherpa. Uh, you just basically, you're like <laughs> locked in to the family name of Sherpa. But he wrapped the stricken mountaineer in a thick cover and hoisted him onto his back and painstakingly trudged him uh, through the snow to get him off the mountain to receive urgent medical care. The heroic Sherpa hadn't even been employed by Ravi, but halted his own client's expedition in favor of saving a stranger's life. What happened next caused an uproar in the mountaineering community when the rescued man allegedly dismissed the help he had been given and blocked his savior on Instagram. Uh, with news of his stub going viral on Monday, Newsweek hasn't been able to confirm the allegations of uh, the snubs being true or not. Um, so if it's not true, super sorry uh, that we're hating on you, you Malaysian Everest climber. But what a joke, if it's true. I mean, apparently there's footage. So, I mean, I think that the, yeah. the newspaper here is hitting them with alleged so they don't get in trouble or nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a what an absolute... I mean, they got the footage in there, you know. What a joke, dude. Like, honestly, even, like, as an influencer, right? Like, wouldn't that be a great story to just, like, make money off of? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this man saved my life. You know, like what I'm, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just not uh, up to date on the views and whatnot, but like, I don't think like almost dying on Everest is like an embarrassing thing, right? Like thousands of people die there yearly. Like that's a, it's like a badge of honor. Like, isn't that where you want to die as like a hardcore mountain climber? I mean, nobody wants to die. Uh, but I mean, if you're going to die as a mountain climber, like Everest is it, right? Like you have died literally doing the Mecca of what you love, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's just ridiculous. Like, no, yeah, this is, but I'm also, yeah, I'm, I find, did they, did they give a name of the influencer? Uh, yes, yes. It's that? it's a Malaysian, uh, Malaysian individual, Malaysian climbing individual. His name is. Uh, it was the one I had a difficulty saying, uh, Ravi Chandran oh, okay, okay, okay. Everest or Ravi. Uh, okay. So it just seems, odd. you know what I found more, uh, honestly, the most odd people being dicks is not that ridiculous, right? That's pretty much why we're able to have a joke yeah. of the week segment every week. What's more interesting is like, I thought Sherpas were more, and I guess this is just a me thing. I thought Sherpas were more in like the monk category, like where they sherp, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even like think about like Sherpas having like Instagram and stuff. 
I guess that you know makes sense. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're not again. They're not monks. They're not like celibate individuals. They're just dudes that like get paid to help people climb mountains. So I mean, it makes sense that they'd just be regular dudes. But I just never really thought about. It. I figured if you like spent your life guiding, that would be like that would be like I guess like coyotes bringing you know uh, illegal immigrants across the border, and me being like, man, those guys, that's their life, right? Like, that's what they do. They just like care about, <laughs> you know, I guess they probably do other stuff. So I guess the joke of the week's really me ultimately deep down, Bobby. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move into what's snapping their sticks. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. This one came to me today because I've been dealing with it all freaking day. Um, I thought maybe as I got older um, and I thought maybe when I was younger, registering for the college classes was convoluted and confusing because i was young and dumb nope it's a fucking hassle now as an adult you're just old and dumb sign- now you are just old and dumb now you haven't like gotten yeah. <laughs> you haven't become a different person over the course of your you know you yeah. became like a vaguely smarter yeah. But, but yeah so but i mean between trying to figure out why it says i can't sign up for these even though it said i could and then 30 minutes later it says i can then it says oh well it's because you have to add a lab this not this you have to have to add a lab it's all it was that wasn't the case they just needed to they needed apparently they hadn't gone in and switched something but now they have me they have me under the wrong thing saying i'm not degree seeking when i am and so that means i've obviously i have to call three different people get forwarded all these people get forwarded the financial aid get taken uh they then financial aid says oh wait we can't help you because you're non-degree seeking. I was like, I know that's I'm I'm trying to figure out why it says I'm non-degree seeking. It's like, correct oh, that. well, you need to talk to someone about becoming degree seeking. I understand. Filled um, out the application yeah, it's, that way, it's boss. A pain in the ass. Yeah, I'll bet, dude. Honestly, <laughs> I I feel for folks. Okay. I've got to I've got to rename my doorbell. That's my doorbell. Just so you know, that's what I <laughs> Someone's at the JC777. That I named it that on purpose, folks. And that's that way, you know, it, you know, you want to hack it, hack into that bad boy. Uh you can. So, and it's funny. I never once Especially now that it's recorded. Never once in the in the history of you know, being in here, usually Alexa doesn't go off. It's no problem. I just put it, I just added a, an Alexa in here. Oh, I'm probably saying her name. She is definitely hearing me, isn't she? Uh, added one in here. <laughs> of course, first time somebody decides to show up at the door uh, and uh, and ruin this. Mine, real quick, uh, splinters. I was closing a gate, got a splinter think I got all of it, but you never know because I squeezed the heck out of it. Now it kind of hurts. So I don't know if it's hurting because there's still splinter in there or it's because I've taken a small piece of my skin and squeezed it uh, until it, it I can't feel it anymore. Um, and <laughs> yeah. so, you know, Those I'll just wait around and, you know, uh, the only way to really tell Bobby is going to be infection. So I'm, um, you know, thoughts yeah. and prayers for infection coming along so <laughs> I can know uh, if I'm, if I'm potentially going to lose the, uh, the index finger, 
we'll know. We will know. We'll, you'll know in two weeks. I'll know if I'm infected <laughs> by then. Yeah. Yeah. But all right, guys, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you all again in two weeks for Brandon. I'm Bobby. This has been the Pucks Out Podcast. See you next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.